Hey there, and welcome to the Tap That Magic podcast. My name is Stephanie Eastman, and this is a space where we celebrate and activate your money-making magic in business through the things that make you different and even the things that make you a little weird. Get ready for this exciting episode where we are talking to Addison Bowen, who is a certified hypnotherapist and business strategist for conscious entrepreneurs that want to scale their business beyond six figures while doing less and living more. So buckle up and let's talk with Miss Addison. Hello and welcome back. And today we have a very special guest, Miss Addison, who is super near and dear to my heart and we were in a mastermind together last year. We did some really cool um, lives together where we went into your gene keys. And so this is kind of like a little revisiting of these gene keys a year later in your business. So Addison does hypnotherapy in all of the coolest things with the subconscious mind. So Addison, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it's our little one-year reunion. <laughs> Yes, it definitely is. And I wore my special Taylor Swift sweatshirt for Addison today because she is the Swifty. And oh my gosh, this summer she took her. How old is your sister? She's 12. She's 12. Okay. Um, she you took her to the Eras tour, and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Like she is your little mini me. And I bet that was so much fun. Yeah, we're literal twins with curly hair and everything. But yeah, it was it was a blast. I was really happy to be able to take her. That is like another piece of business that is such a gift is like being able to do those really fun things for the people that you love in your life. So I just love seeing all of that. Yeah, I agree. I definitely like not being having to ask for time off, just being able to buy. Like I literally went in to buying tickets and was like, we don't really have a budget. Like Taylor Swift is the budget. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah. I love being able to do stuff like that. We had so much fun. And I love that question. I might have to go order one. <laughs> you do. And if they send you the wrong size, like they did for me, they'll just send you another one. So then you could be twinsies with your sister. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love, and I actually use you quite a bit for different gene keys and different examples whenever I'm talking to people. And I think it's because whenever we work together, that was whenever I started working with a lot of other business owners and, um, and a few of you guys just like stuck in my head so like so strongly. And so one of the things actually, actually, before we even go in there, I want to know a little bit more about your origin story. So tell me a little bit about how you got into your work now, and then I'll dive into your profile lines. Yeah, I love that. I think it'll be cool too, to see what comes up with my origin story and like the gene keys. So yeah. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I feel like I have a really cool origin story just in the sense of like, what well, feels very cool to me just because I, um, was diagnosed with an autoimmune pretty young, um, in my teens. And I remember specifically like going through this process of healing myself naturally and getting into like meditation and getting into subconscious stuff and getting into holistic healing and being like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to heal, help other women heal. I want to, um, you know, like essentially like open other women up to the idea that we um are empowered to like heal our own bodies and minds and stuff like that and so um I just didn't see a path to making money doing that I went down like a lot of different routes and I was like well I could be an acupuncturist or I could do yoga teaching or I could do um 
uh, herbalism or something or whatever. And I even like, um, started applying to like naturopath schools and stuff like that. Cause that was the only thing that I was like, okay, I could make money doing that, you know? Um, and so when I started my business, I actually was an online business manager and I helped, um, other coaches in the space scale their businesses, um, to multi six figures through like launch strategy and backend, um, business support systems. Um, and essentially like was doing a lot of the implementation and then was like, oh, these other coaches are like doing this. I could do this too. Like, and now that I have the insight and the, um, tools and, and have seen, you know, the back end of, of business stuff, I, I can do this too. Too. And so it's a really cool, like, I don't know, full circle moment for me when I started doing hypnotherapy and got into the subconscious mind and started making money from it. I literally feel like I like manifested my dream life because I used to have moments of like envisioning, you know, working from my phone and being able to travel anywhere. And now that's my, my reality. Um, but yeah, so I'm launched my business, I started coaching and realized that without subconscious work, without like moving through a lot of the fears that I had coming up, I wouldn't be a, su a successful business owner. I feel like there's some people that are just like born to be entrepreneurs. I was not one of them. I was not someone that was like, yeah, I want to have my, I'm a Leo, but I still don't, I don't like being the center of attention. I didn't want my face all over the internet. I didn't uh, want to be like, you know, chatting with people all the time. And so um, I launched a program in my business and had a really hard time showing up and selling it and going live and doing all of the things. And had a lot of fear come up. And so I, that's when I kind of started really diving into subconscious reprogramming and somatic um, healing and breath work and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the key to, you know, for a lot of people that aren't born this way, aren't like, yes, I love social media. It's not embarrassing for me or whatever. Um, this is the key to really just like expanding beyond um, what they believe is possible for themselves. And so I became a certified hyp hypnotherapist after having my first $35,000 launch in my program, specifically not because of like some crazy strategy. We did have a strategy mapped out, but mostly because I was just like full force, not fearful, you know, showing up on live every day, like just going for it and mm -hmm. connected with a lot of people just because I actually allowed my personality to be seen. <clears throat> And then I started integrating hypnotherapy into all my programs. And now a couple of years later, here we are. I have a couple um, different, you know, ways to work with me between group programs and masterminds. And just my business has expanded a lot because of hypnotherapy. So um, it's really cool, again, for me to look back and be like, when you were 17, you utilized these tools that helped you heal, you know, your body from the inside out. And now here I am, you know, making money doing that for other women. So it's really cool to look back on, but obviously I could go in more into more detail, but that's really the piece that I love to share. It's just like, if you have that vision of this is what I want to do, like really allowing yourself to go for it and realizing like, okay, I ultimately do create my own reality. If I have these tools in front of me to like, um, you know, build this business, or if I have these tools in front of me to, um, create what I actually want to create, I can do it. And that's just really cool for me to look back on that. I allowed myself to follow that path. That is such an awesome full circle of things happening. And like, as you were talking, it just made me again, reflect on the the fact that we're so fortunate in this day and age to like, be able to create businesses like from scratch, from our gifts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we get to tailor make our businesses from our strengths. And you are like a living, breathing example of that. 
It's so cool. I tell my clients all the time, like you literally get to post on social media for free and make money from it. Like how freaking cool is that? So whenever I get frustrated about like having to create content or not having to, but you know, we all have those moments where we're like not motivated or we're not feeling inspired or creative. And I'm like, wait a second, like, look at what you get to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny how you, you hit that. Cause weren't you going to school for nursing too, at one point? It was. Yeah. So yeah. throughout that process, that's actually what I decided to do because I didn't see a way in which I could actually <laughs> make money doing something in the holistic healing space. So I did end up um, starting nursing school. And then I dropped out when I uh, about like a couple months into starting my business. Cause it was in the midst of the pandemic and I didn't want to do clinicals, um, online. And that's kind of where they were fit initially. I don't think that's what they did. Um, I basically said to myself, you know what, um, why don't you get a nanny job? So I was a nanny for a little bit while I was starting my business. Um, just to go full force in your business. And if in a year and a half, you want to go back, you can go back, you can reapply. Um, and I think they gave us like a deferral option too, where we could come back in a year if we wanted to because of the pandemic. So, but then a year in, I had had my first $180,000 year and I was like, we're not going back to nursing no. school. <laughs> I, I figured this out. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. Cause it's funny. I think I, I experienced the same thing growing up where I was like super intuitive. And the only pathway that I saw for intuitives were like, you can be a ghost hunter or <laughs> you could be a tarot reader at the psychic fairs. And it's like, wait, wait, no, there's like so many more doors that you don't even know exist. And so it sounds like you kind of had the same thing. It's like, oh, well, this makes sense, but it's actually so much bigger than we could even imagine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that. I <laughs> I love that too. And so your profile lines are the four and the six. So you're four, six, it's like the regal authority. And I always think about these fours as like, you make people feel like whenever they come into your space, like it's a, like a big hug coming through, like they just feel supported and they feel cradled and they feel like, okay, I'm going to be taken care of in this space. And also there's a big highlight on collaboration energy. And I know that you and I had talked about this last year. So tell me a little bit more about how you've gone deeper into that collaboration energy. And this counts for not only just with like other peers and stuff and other coaches, but like collaborating with clients as well. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Cause I remember us talking about that and that's something I continue to go back to. Where I'm like, you should collaborate more. Um, but <clears throat> I think the biggest thing is like, in my mastermind, I do bring a lot of my clients that are in the mastermind into like group, um, like, uh, or as group experts. So they can come into the mastermind and speak and it gives them the option to like share, you know, their magic, like whether it's human design or whatever with the, the group and also be paid for it. And then, um, have that for like mastermind clients to come just as a, a, another visibility thing. So we've created little things like that. We've thought about doing like, um, co-coaching, co-coaching with clients that have worked with me in the past. So I definitely think there are some things in the works <laughs> in that, in that regard, but I think for the most part, um, I don't do enough collaboration with people. I need to be creating like courses with people or something. <clears throat> well, that already with your mastermind clients, like that is such a cool thing that not everybody does and such a really like smart way of going about it. But anytime I come across a four, I'm like, 
And I know this because I have a lot of four, like my profile lines aren't fours, but in my pearl. So like the money making, the prosperity area of my gene keys, a lot of those little mofos are point fours. And so I have to take the little sub lessons and like apply it to my business. And, you know, through collaboration, even whenever it like scared me and like it made me nervous to like reach out to people in the beginning, it seemed to open up so many more channels than I even realized were there. So like anytime I talk to fours, it's usually like collaboration, like getting in line with other people. And you also have your podcast coming up that's going to be released here soon. So again, that's just another space where you can do, of course, plenty of the solo stuff, but it has a perfect platform for other people to come in and be involved and speak with you. Yeah, exactly. I think the other thing um, is too, that I do a lot of like my, like I have a couple of clients that um, work with me for hypnotherapy or in the mastermind, but they're also like my client or they're, um, you know, like my OBM is in my mastermind. Like we have this like circle of <laughs> where we're, we're both supporting each other. So I think that could also align as well too, but yeah, definitely with the, um, with the podcast, I'm going to have a lot of guest experts in and, um, I love doing lives with people. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You're already hitting the nail on the head and exactly what you said about, about befriending her and you guys like tell your clients about each other. That is like perfect for the four, because it's like, how can you work with the network you already have as well? Like, of course you can go out there and like create new networks and stuff, but like, how do we work with what we've already got going on? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious, cause I don't get to talk to a bunch of line sixes that haven't hit their, their 30th year mark. And so, you know, whenever, whenever you are a line six, you live that first 30 years, more like a three, more of like this mad scientist experimentation, things like that. And it's so funny. Cause like, even though I do gene key stuff and which is like astrology on steroids, I don't give any of my energy anymore to like full moons or mercury retrograde, but damn girl, if Saturn return isn't like a real, real thing and you're, you're stepping into yours now, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You're 27, 27. Yeah. 27. Okay. Good. Wow. Mental math. Good job, Stephanie. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things. How have you experiment or how have you experienced like the more trial and error experimentation, kind of like going out there and seeing how it works and then coming back with the results in your business? Yeah, that's such an interesting question because I feel like for the first, prior to starting my business, just when I was in that phase between like trying different jobs and what I was doing with nursing school and then like I did a lot of travel and stuff, I would get really frustrated with myself because I was kind of bouncing around and then I would, you know, go to school for a year and then I would be like, mm, I don't really feel like doing that. And like I ex extended like you know, most people graduate when they're like 22, 23. And I like had extended it because I would bounce around and I'd get really frustrated with myself. But I think the biggest lesson for me in business with that has been to enjoy the journey. So 
just some things that I like have had to just be okay with that most people aren't like I have a business friend who is like yeah my business is planned out till like 2026 and I'm like I can't even fathom that I don't even have next month planned (laughs) like if I'm being honest like we we go like a quarter at a time and like I have an assistant who just like you know is so into my mission and stuff and I love that but she's also had to be okay with the fact that next month I could come back to her and say "Mm, I don't want to do that anymore like scratch that even though we just put a lot of work into this. And um, I know a lot of many generators that are like this as well, too. But um, for me, that really is just like following my intuition and enjoying the journey. And I think also like the trial and error aspect can be really frustrating for people. But I've had to learn that like failure is just feedback. It doesn't mean anything about me. Like as long as I'm trying, then I'm like doing okay. Um, and also just, I, I think enjoying the journey is the biggest thing. So I, I just genuinely don't really stress the trial and error. I'm just like, this is what it is. If we don't want to come back to this, this is fine. And I feel like it has truly just allowed me to be so chill in my business. Like, I think there are a lot of people, um, you know, that have a failed launch or something and it means so much about them. Like they let it mean so much about them. It's so stressful. They're like, am I cut out for this? Um, I had this group program that I call embodying the leader within it's a hypnotherapy group program. And we launched it two times and had, you know, a great turnout. I had like 15, 20 people inside. It was like a program that I got so much like amazing feedback for the third time I launched it. I had two people inside and I was so confused and I was like, what the heck? Um, and again, like for most people looking at that, they'd be like, it's a failed launch. Like, you know, it's not, you know, whatever, like it's not, why didn't it work out? Like getting down on themselves. And then I like really thought about it and I was like, you don't even really love this program. So like, duh, that you didn't like, you know, you didn't sell it out. So I think that's, it's really just allowed me to not take anything personally. It's allowed me to like, look at things objectively and separate myself from my business and really just say like, um, you know, okay, that doesn't mean anything about you. That doesn't mean anything about your business. And just because this was quote unquote, like failed, like that's just feedback for you versus like letting it mean something about me. So I think it's just, it's allowed me to be really like chill in my business and not take anything personally. And I think that's where a lot of people really struggle in business is like, they have a moment where someone gives them feedback or they have something like that happen. And it means so much about them. They're like, you know, it's it's so emotional and there's so much emotion tied to it. And for me, I'm just like, well, (laughs) that's my trial and error, like whatever. So I think that overall, it's just, it's just allowed me to be really chill. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that story. And what I usually tell threes, it's like anything is quote unquote failure, like see it as dripping in gold because truly you realizing that allowed you to have space to turn around and to do something differently that had a greater impact and made you money and made you happier. You know? Yeah. I think about these three is like the way that I love to describe, like, especially being a six is like that first 30 years of your life. You're like riding on this roller coaster. Right. And you can either be like green in the face, be like, get me the off of this, or you can be like the person that's at the bottom whenever the pictures are being taken, where you're like, rock and roll, like this is cool, whatever. But then as a six, it's almost like you get off of the roller coaster and then you're like the chill dad on the outside, like eating the popcorn, like watching the roller coaster go by. And you can give people, you can give people guidance because you wrote it, but also because you're from the outside and you can analyze it in a totally different way than other people. Yeah, I love that. It's like, for me, it's been um, really just about surrendering and not needing to have the answers. Like, I don't need to know what I'm doing in three months in my business. I just need to focus on like right now, the present moment. So I love that. 
And I, I definitely think I'm like the chill person on the roller coaster that's just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but I wasn't always like that. There was moments where it was so stressful and it's like, okay, I don't need to have the answers. Yeah. One thing that I love about you and I always refer to, we're really digging into your profile lines, by the way, but um, one thing that I love about you, probably because I have like a little affinity towards aliens as well, but like all, like so much of your branding and like your mastermind is like the the little spaceships and has like the funky fun energy to it and um I always talk about the sixes as being a little weird being a little out there not like I would point at you in public and be like Addison's weird but like you feel weird and you feel different and like you feel like you have this like almost like otherworldly like in this world but not of it point of view so like where did I want to know just for the fun of it, like where did your inspiration for like the little aliens come in and the little differentness? Yeah. So a couple different places when I think of like, um, well, one, like my human design, um, I have an open headspace. And so, um, what that, what I've been told that that means, and I'm sure it has a different meaning for everyone, but is that I like can be my own inspiration. Like things can drop from source or from other, you know, places or whatever, but also like I can be my own inspiration. So to me, that does mean like, okay, I'm this like spiritual being living this experience, but I don't need to like, most generators have to respond to other things, but I can respond to myself. So it kind of like gave me my power back, if that makes sense. Um, and so that aspect, plus the fact that I love learning about aliens, <laughs> plus the fact of when I think of like, cause my slogan is master your mind to master your business. When I think about like mastering your mind to me, that is not just like this, like you said, <clears throat> worldly plane of let me master my mind and be so in my head. It's like, um, just learning that you are literally like in that trial and error space, maybe all the time <laughs> where you're, um, you know, like a, just this like small piece of the universe living this human experience. And it's so much bigger than, um, just where we are right now. So even like I was doing breath work the other night and I was like laying there and I'm like, I'm literally just like on a floating rock, <laughs> like, and there's, we don't know what's happening, you know, outside of, um, uh, you know, the world. And like, we have all of these, I don't know, issues in business too, where we're like, this one person said this bad thing about me. And like, why the fuck do we care when like, we're literally just on this floating rock. And so that's kind of where the inspiration pulled from is ultimately, I think like, okay, when you're mastering your mind, you're learning that, like, why the fuck do I care? Like, just, I'm just going to show up. And I don't care what people think about me. I don't care, you know, whatever. Like if I'm weird, I don't care. You know, if I share this story, I don't care if like people think X, Y, Z thing about me because I'm literally just on a floating rock and there's so much more out there. And so that's really where it came from. And I love that branding so much. It's so fun. <laughs> yes. And I always use it for like, for my sixes, when I talk about sixes, it's always aliens. And then it like matches up perfectly with you. I was like, oh, I love that. Do you watch ancient aliens then? Um, I have seen it. Yeah. That so is, they, it becomes a little repetitive after a while, but every now and again, you get one of those episodes where it's like, I need to know the real history of the earth. Like what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> They're so fun. Yeah. But overall, I think the other aspect is too, is it's allowed me to blend 
um, all of my like different beliefs. Like I grew up Mormon, grew up very religious and then, um, kind of like had to, you know, go down the path of like, what do I actually believe in and realizing like, okay, I am a Jesus lover, but I, you know, maybe don't love religion and like finding my own path in that regard, but also like, okay, I can be spiritual. I can also say universe. I can also do this. And then I can believe in aliens and that's okay. And it's like allowing myself to be this like multi-dimensional person as well too. So that's another, I, there was so much that came into like that brand which was really fun to have someone take that vision and be like, yes, this is where we're going with it. So, yes, I love it. It is so cute. And that is such a good way of putting it. Just like being open to all of it that like feels right to you. Cause we, we get to create our own belief system. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's how we live out our life. So one of your gene keys that is your life's work. So it's like the energy of your career. Like let's go a little deep into the subconscious and a little bit into the work that you do, because this 29, the first time that I really studied it, I saw it as a mermaid. And I told you that where I was like, I just see this as like this deep diver, this person that isn't just here for the surface. Like they're going to swim down and get the gold. And it it paired up perfectly with you and how you do your work. So could you tell us a little bit more of how you do that deep diving with the subconscious? Yeah. I remember too thinking that was so funny because people call me a mermaid um, <laughs> because I love water. And like, even just as a kid, like my parents could not pull me out of the water. Um, and if you take me to an ocean, like you will not see me for days. Like I'll just be in that ocean. So my like ex used to call me a mermaid. Like I've heard, heard that from many people. So I think that I remember when you said that I was like, Oh, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, I think, um, that's just how I've always been. Like, if you ask any of my family, any of my friends, it's like, they know me as the person that feels really, really deeply. And I think something that hypnotherapy and doing subconscious work just allowed me to do was not even just analyze that depth, but accept it. And, you know, I, I think even in like dating in the past, or I've had friendships in the past where it was like, you feel too much or you're too emotional or blah, blah, blah. And I think, um, having a tool to go deep and to like allow that to be my life's work and do that with other people has just, yeah, really been like accepting that part of myself, realizing like, okay, I am an emotional person. I am, there is a lot of depth to me and and I do feel things deeply. And then when it comes to, you know, the subconscious, I think that it's, it's something that's just like, I find so fascinating because it is under the surface. So a lot of times, like, we, we all have that depth. We all have that emotional depth. We all have, um, you know, the habits and the past experiences and things that are underneath the surface, but because it's subconscious or unconscious, like you're not typically aware of how that guides your behavior or how that guides who you are as a human. So I always say that like our, um, subconscious is a mirror for our reality or our subconscious creates our reality. And, I think ultimately my, because I'm just naturally that person that, that goes deep, um, being able to do that with other people has allowed me to also, I don't know, help them realize where they could be limiting themselves and to, to go to that depth because I mean, we're not taught like in school or we're not, you know, until, unless you're on the spiritual side of TikTok or the mindset side of TikTok, you're not like learning about the subconscious mind and how it guides your behavior and how past experiences guide your behavior and how trauma lives in the body and all of the things. And so ultimately it's been again, like a tool for me to allow other people to go to that depth and not limit themselves and, you know, maybe realize, okay, that one thing, like your shitty ex said to you is now preventing you from like fully allowing yourself to shine online or 
fully allowing yourself to, to, to be out there. And so it's interesting that it is, you know, all unconscious and we're just not aware of it. But ultimately I think, I think that, I think just it, allowing other people to go to that depth and then allow their light to fully shine versus like, um, unconsciously holding themselves back or limiting themselves. Yeah. And I feel like you're four because it's a, it's a 29.4. That's how your profile line comes into it. It complements it really well with exactly what you were saying about you go to the depth with things. And with the four profile line, it's all about like pleasure and pain and like having your heart on your sleeve, like being a really good thing that like magnetizes people to you. And I'm curious on how you feel about this, but, um, you know, me coming from the spiritual background, I used to do tarot energy updates, like emotional body coding, things like that. I feel like hypnotherapy is really good for the people that don't want to go like hardcore woo woo walking around with like dreadlocks and crystals on their face, but it like, it's this, it's similar work, but it has a different mask on it and it has a different vibe to it. So how do you, how do you see that? Yeah, I kind of put it in a separate toolbox from like tarot and, um, energy healing and stuff. And not in the sense of like, it's not those things aren't real or those things aren't, but it, they are somewhat more spiritual or people coin them as spiritual hypnotherapy to me is something that like, and this is, I feel like something I have to educate people on where I initially, and a lot, I think a lot of people think it's like this woo woo magical thing because you see hypnosis shows, but really it's ultimately, um, based in like science and neuroscience and like how we work as humans. Um, I always say like, just like we're born to breathe, we're born to be hypnotized because we access the state that we're in, in hypnosis called the theta brainwave state, um, many times throughout the day. So it isn't like this woo woo spiritual thing. It's really based in science. And I think that was really good for me, you know, with the notion that like, okay, I'm spiritual. And I also, you know, believe in Jesus, but also like there's, I want the science science to this. I don't know, like a basis to this and the certification and stuff like that. Um, and so I think it is a great place for people to start when, um, you know, they, they want to start doing work like that, that's beyond therapy and talk therapy. Um, but they, you know, might not want to start with like astrology or something like that. Um, and also just because it's the whole basis of it is like you owning your power. And like, I think sometimes with tools like tarot or astrology or whatever, it's like, am I giving my power to something that's outside of me? Am I giving my power to this card? Am I giving my power to this planet in the sky or whatever? I see a lot of people do that and like live their life based on that. And like you said, I don't really follow the the moons anymore. Like I love when there's a new moon because I think it's beautiful, but I'm yeah. not like, oh, it's time to release or <laughs> whatever, you know? And so I think with hypnotherapy, ultimately it's like, you realize that you are the power, like you're the source, like it's you. And, and I, and I love that about it. And you're not outsourcing to anything other than your own mind. Yeah. You just hit the nail on the head. Cause that's exactly why I stepped out of the modern spirituality world, because I was like, this like the same shit over and over and over again that people are experiencing every time they're giving their power away to this thing outside. I I don't know if this was, was this on your threads the other day that I was scrolling past? You're like, I think it's so funny whenever I meet people and I tell them I'm a hypnotherapist and they like, look at me in a different way <laughs> because I feel like there's just this like 
energy to it. There's just this like power behind being a hypnotherapist that it probably like makes some people frightened. Like, oh my God, is she going to get into my brain? And then other people, they're like, tell me more. Like I need to learn this. Yeah. It's uh that was a block for me for a while, honestly, because when I was single and like dating and all over dating apps, I was like, do I put my career on, you know, dating apps? Do I like, you know, and that's one of the first things people ask. And it got to the point where I would say that. And then that would be the entire night's conversation. And I'm like, I don't want to just like talk about this. Or there were those people that are like, I don't know, guys would always be like, oh, so are you hypnotizing me right now? And I'm like, yes, like, yeah, I'm controlling your mind. I'm going to make you do like whatever I want you to do. Like, that's how it works, you know, and, and you cannot control people's minds with hypnotherapy. That's another misconception. It's um, <clears throat> all I can do is help you achieve your goals, but you have to see value in those goals as well too. You have to like actually want those goals. And so if I tell you to like cluck like a chicken or do a handstand or something like that, I like, you're not going to do it. That's not how hypnotherapy works. And so I would just like, I got to the point where I would kind of just like joke about it and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, I, sometimes I've even noticed like with my boyfriend now, like when his family asks what I do, I'm like, do I really want to like talk about this right now? <laughs> like, so sometimes I'm like, depending on who it is, I'm like, yeah, I'm a business coach. And, and there's still questions with that. So <laughs> it's like, you know, but the hypnotherapy one for sure, people are like, Oh, some people are like, I don't believe that that's real. And other people are like, tell me everything. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so interesting. I mean, how many people out there have like the same kind of jobs? And then whenever you hear somebody say something that's like kind of different and kind of out there. And I've experienced that when I tell people like my past, I'm like, I was a lavender fama and a psychic medium. They're like, wait, hang on a second. Like things that we don't think are so crazy, but to like every other person out there, they're like, wait, that's really cool. Tell me more. Yeah. And if you say like yoga teacher, they're going to be like, oh, I get that, you know, but for you probably with the gene keys too, you probably get that same thing where people are like, I've never heard of that. So yeah. And then for me, it's, it's really just a lot of misconceptions because we, I mean, we learn about hypnotherapy. We just hear or see random hypnosis shows with hypnotists, not hypnotherapists. And like, we don't realize that EMDR and other practices like that are very similar where we're accessing that state of mind. And also a lot of psychologists, a lot of therapists use hypnotherapy as well too. It's just not something that's like widely talked about where we're handling those misconceptions. So a lot of people are like, oh, so your job is fake. Like, or like I had one guy, I think that was a photographer or something that one of my friends told him what I did because I work with photographers and he's like, that's a real thing. And he's like, I didn't mean that to be rude, but like, is that actually a real thing? You know? So it is, it's very interesting. You just brought up something really, I've never even thought about in the space, like the difference between a hypnotist and a hypnotherapist and like how some people could get it like misconstrued, like never even crossed my mind. So that is a really interesting point to make as well. And know what's funny is whenever I looked, I don't, I don't know how deep you've gone into your gene keys, but in your IQ, which is like basically how our brain starts thinking in between the ages of like 14 and 21, yours is all about liberation. And so it's really interesting how, whenever you were so young, you were finding things that were out of the ordinary to heal yourself. And so now you're able, like, how do you feel like you're able to carry over this like liberation energy for your clients? Yeah, I think that's very interesting. And um, I love that because I always tell people like, I'm very holistic in my coaching. Like, 
in my mastermind, we're not just talking about business. I have girls that are, you know, coming to me for hypnotherapy for weight loss or for help building healthier habits or for, um, you know, they want to stop smoking weed or like whatever it is, like we're, we're covering everything. And I feel like just my experience in <clears throat> exploring so many different modalities and stuff like that, not that I'm an expert in all of them, but I have a lot more like experience and a lot more like I don't know, life experience to teach them from. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that is interesting because I would say that like my coaching is very holistic. It's not just like post this tomorrow. It's like looking at the whole human. And um, that's exactly like what I was missing when I was healing from my autoimmune when I was diagnosed is like, you go to a regular doctor and they're just like, well, here's this med. And I'm like, no, I want you to look at me as like a full human. Like what, you know, like, let's look at my stress levels. Let's look at like my hormones. Let's look at like all of the things. And so when I got into coaching, it really was like, I wanted to help people be seen in all aspects, not just like one lens. And so I think ultimately that like me getting to the point where I could heal myself and I had all this knowledge and stuff like that. Um, not only that, but like liberating myself through the fear of being seen or, you know, like owning who I am. Like, I remember even my friends, we played this game one time. I think it's called We're Not Really Strangers or something where it asks different questions like about you and yourself. And like one of the questions is something along the lines of, um, what is something that you see in me that I don't recognize in myself or something? And all three of my friends were like, I don't think you realize how confident you are and how just your energy and like owning who you are allows us to own who we are. And that was a moment for me as well, too, where I was like, I truly am just like, this is me. This is who I am. And like, accept that. And I did the same thing in dating too, which is how I attracted like my perfect person. It was like from the very first date, I was like, this is exactly what I want. This is who I am. I'm a hypnotherapist. I have a business. This is blah, blah, blah. And I think that ultimately that energy allows my clients to own that as well too. So one of the biggest things is like boundaries. A lot of my clients come to me and they have no boundaries. They're like letting clients walk all over them. They have clients that I'm a paid invoices. They have clients that are like, you know, messaging them at all hours of the night. They have clients that, you know, no boundaries with social media or family or friends. And then it's like, that's one of the number one things I've heard is like how I hold my boundaries with my clients allows and empowers them to ripple that into their life, not just into their business. So I think many different areas, but I love that. Yeah. And what you just said at the tail end, uh, highlights your six that you're stepping into really well. And you're like, we're just, we keep coming back to profile lines today, but it's, it's like that role model energy. It's like, I walk the walk because I've lived this. And so people get to look at you and say, okay, like I'm inspired by this. Okay. I want to be in your world because I see you so embodied in what it is that you're doing. Yeah. I love that. And that's, I mean, that's something I think a lot of people preach in marketing too, but it marketing doesn't work if you're not embodied in what you're teaching. Like if I was getting on every single day and I'm like, yeah, hypnotherapy changes lives, but I've never done it or it's not something I practice regularly. I feel like there would be a major disconnect there. So I love that. One. Yeah. One of your gene keys that I'm pretty excited to ask you about that. I love whenever somebody has this in their chart, because this is the 54 and this is in your culture. This is how you communicate. But like, I really think about this being like the achiever. And so you're able to like climb ladders very, very fast, whether it be like whenever you're getting healthy, whether it be in a relationship, whether it be in your career, like things actually, if you really look back can happen quickly for you. And 
how have you experienced this like achiever energy where it's like something just kind of happened very fast for you just because you put your mind towards it? Every aspect of my life is that. <laughs> and it always has been like, I mean, even if I think back to um, when I decided, so when I was 17, uh, right out of high school, I decided to move to Seattle um, because I I got into like a nursing program or med school pre pre med in Utah, one of the best in the program, but I was like, nah, I don't really feel like doing that. Um, and so that was a split decision where I was just like, nope, not for me. Um, moved to Seattle at 17 and I made that happen within the span of a couple of weeks. And then the next year I was like, I kind of feel like going to Paris and within two days had a ticket to Paris and was like, um, you know, planning out this like backpacking trip. Like that's just always how I've lived my life. And something that's been a major lesson for me is like with my clients and with just people in the online space is realizing not everyone is that way. And it's okay if people go slower than I do, but another great example is like my business. I mean, I hit six figures within eight months in my business and I wasn't like burnt out doing it. I wasn't like I, I think even within the first year of my business, I had, um, you know, invested in multiple one-on-one -on -one mentors. I had got my hypnotherapy certification, like so much had happened, like one thing after another. And, um, you know, a lot of people look at that and they're like, how are you not dying? <laughs> I'm like, well, this is just who I am. Um, but even like, you know, my relationship now, I had a breakup in August um, and then ended up like shooting my shot and reaching out to this guy that I'm um, had known from like prior, you know, whatever, like a year and a half prior when I had started dating this other guy and, um, just like, was like, I'm just going to DM him. And I did. And, you know, now a couple months later, we're like, you know, planning this like life together. And it's like, so right. And I think like all of that is like, if it feels right to me, it will happen really quickly. Even my dog, I decided one day I wanted a golden doodle the next day I had one. <laughs> That's just how I work as a human. And, I just tell people I make decisions very, very quickly. If I decide tomorrow I don't want to live in this apartment anymore, I'm not going to. If I decide tomorrow I don't want to launch a program, I'm not going to. And I have to listen to that. So I really love that. I enjoy this so much because it it holds hands so nicely with this 15th gene key that you have, which is about like your childlike spirit and the things that like really light you up and bringing that more into your life. And I've got the 15 in a lot of spots too. So I've had to like study this one a little bit more in depth to understand myself. And the 15 is all about going to extremes. And the way that I like to paint the picture for people, I don't know if I saw a cartoon of this when I was a kid or something, but did you ever see like a cartoon of like, if the earth was flat and like watching little ships fall off of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so imagery sticks in my brain with this 15th gene key. And so what I see the 15 as this like wild heart that goes all the way, they have their shift, they go all the way to the edge, then they, then they turn around and bring back all of the tales of their adventures for other people. And you hit on this earlier where you said, you know, I don't expect everybody to be as brave as me. Like, I don't expect everybody to move the way that I do, but you become a living example of like bravery through those bold moves. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's good imagery. Cause that that's exactly what it feels like. Sometimes I'm like, are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> that's just how I am. Girl, I get it. Like I, I was a BMW saleswoman and I moved across the country to become a lavender farmer when I knew nothing about farming. I knew nothing about making all natural products. And I'm like, there's my 15th gene key, like just straight up in action. I did the same whenever I came into online business where 
I started taking my business seriously and like two days later invested in six months of private mentorship. Like it didn't make any sense, but that's that 15 of like going to extremes. So is there any other extremes that you've been going to in this last year in your life that you've started to like highlight in your work? Um, I mean, always investing. I'm mm -hmm. someone that like very consistently invests. I feel like I was looking over what I invested this past year and I was like, oh my gosh, like again, yeah. like that didn't really <laughs> make sense. But, um, yeah, I mean, even just like my assistant, like I just, and she sends me a year contract and I'm like, no problem, let's go. And I, and then I look at, you know, my other clients that do similar things that are having people having trouble getting people to sign three month contracts and stuff like that. And I'm like, it, it's, it can be frustrating because I'm like, the reason I am successful is because I do that. But again, like not everyone is that per that is like that and they need you know, more assurance in, in things. And I think it is interesting me knowing how the subconscious mind works and like what, what is a motivation for people. We like to seek pleasure and, you know, avoid pain. And a lot of that is like, we like certainty. And so I think I've had to embrace with exactly what we're talking about, like being okay with uncertainty and not needing the answers and, and just allowing myself to make those bold moves. But yeah, I mean, the relationship I was just talking about, all the travel I did the past year, plus the investments, plus like, you know, some other things that are, that are in the works right now. Like I just, even the podcast, like, does that make sense? I don't know. Like to other people, it doesn't outside of business, but, um, and the way that I do things is a little bit extreme too, because instead of me just being like, yeah, let me launch a podcast and like film it in my house. I'm like, take me to the professional studio. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, like, let's go all in. And I, I love that about myself, but it is a little bit overwhelming sometimes because that's just how I function. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's how you get results. Honestly, like there has to be people in this world that do the crazy things that are the trailblazers. And even whenever you're doing it, you're like, am I effing insane? Like I've literally never met anybody that would do something like this, but the fact that you keep doing it again and again, like even those stories, even as you lean into those stories, whenever you like talk on your podcast or create content, like those are the magnets for people to yeah. like really come into your world because they're like, whoa, Addison's doing this. Like I have to get into her, her energy. I have to get into her spaces. Yeah. I love that. I do too. I just, I have so much fun with the 15 because it just always reminds me it's like, go even further. Like whether it is the way that I use my words or like the investments that I make or the things that I launch, it's like, go even further. Because if I'm feeling like safe and comfortable and cushy, yeah. then I'm not far enough out in the water to like go around and swim. Yeah, no, I so agree with that. I'm always like, okay, we're a little bit comfortable. What do we need to do? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. So as we wrap up, I have a couple of weirdo questions and then we're going to go into the different ways that people can work with you. But if you were a dessert, what would you be? A dessert? Mm -hmm. mm. I don't know, maybe... The first thing that comes to mind, I'll just go with is a cheesecake. I don't know why, but I love cheesecake. So <laughs> now do you like toppings on your cheesecake? Do you like no. extra crust crumbles? Just cheesecake as it is? Plain cheesecake with like a really good crust. Nice. Okay. That's like one of my favorite questions just because I get to basically hear everybody's favorite desserts. <laughs> Coming from somebody that didn't eat sugar for three years and is like back on the bandwagon. I'm like, tell me all the good things. <laughs> and if 
this comes from too much fantasy books, but if you were a dragon, what color would you be? Pink for sure. Pink, really? Like a bright pink or like yeah. hot pink? Oh, like, like not a hot pink, not like a neon pink, but like a bright pink. Nice. I love it. And then what is your favorite work to do with clients? Like what's like your favorite thing? Like if this comes up, you just get like the excited shoulders and shivers. You're like, oh, I want to go into this. Um, Honestly, when I have, when we do our uh, mindset calls with my mastermind group. So we do, um, I call them like shadow work calls, but it's essentially me using all of my modalities between like NLP um, some hypnosis modalities, as well as just like um, inner child healing. And we do it live with the group. And I just love those calls because typically when we're doing like deep, you know, hypnotherapy, it's one-on-one -on -one with a client. So the fact that all the girls are able to hold space for one another and there's, you know, time to process emotions. And um, you're also allowing yourself to be vulnerable. It moves through a lot of like the fear of being seen and stuff. And so those are like some of my favorite calls. Yeah. I love that. And yeah, I heard, I totally forgot. You've got, you have so many tools in your pocket whenever it comes to like how people can work with you. It's not just like you come into Addison's world and there's just one thing. There's like a million different tools that you use. So how, if somebody's like just coming across to you for the very first time, are there certain ways that they can work with you? I know I'll put your Instagram below so that they can go check you out and find you. Yeah. So I think if you're just getting started with hypnotherapy or with um, any of the modalities that we're talking about, the best place to start is my membership because we do live group hypnosis once a month. Um, and there's so many literally probably at this point, like almost a hundred audios in there. Um, it's just $44 a month, but you get access to me both in like the business strategy side of things, as well as um, hypnotherapy. And even if you're not in business, you can benefit from that hypnotherapy as well too. Um, so I think that's a great place to start because you're not locked into like a long-term contract. If you're like, Ooh, I don't know about hypnotherapy, but most of the people that get access to those hypnotherapy audios and start doing them regularly end up doing like one-on-one -on -one hypnotherapy with me because they're like, Oh my gosh, I see it now. So that's my favorite place to, to let people start or to have people start. Ooh, I love that. Is there like, just, that is one of the greatest feelings whenever you go make an investment and there's like that instant access to some, like just a bunch of cool stuff. So like, mm -hmm. what a good feeling, but thank you so much for coming on here today. You're going to have to come back so that we can have another catch up one of these days and even see how you transform with these gene keys. But honestly, girl, I just like talking to you and like having the things that we talk about. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It's so fun. We'll have to bring you on my podcast too and do something similar. I think it would be fun. Yes, that sounds so good. So I will link her profile below so you can go find Miss Addison and start working with her and uncovering all the really cool benefits of hypnotherapy and everything she does. So thank you again. Bye-bye.